All right, good afternoon, everyone. You've joined 1043 Conversations. My name's Eric Preddy, and I'm joined today, uh, always and forever, by E.J. Hanks. And today, our, our guest is Sergeant Miller with the Town of Morrisville Police Department. E.J., this is our uh, third 1043 Conversation. Last week, we had the great opportunity to speak with firefighter Dylan Briggs. Uh, we discussed the heaviness that COVID-19 has befallen upon many of our frontline uh, providers and what we can do to lighten the load. Um, so today we're going to talk about diet, exercise, and sleeping during this pandemic. Um, social distancing complicates many things. How are we supposed to eat right while living on non-perishables and snacking? How can we work out when we're cooped up at home? How can we sleep when we're, well, quite frankly, just anxious about everything? So uh, we'll be touching on all these topics today on 1043 Conversations. Uh, EJ, I believe that physical fitness and paying attention to and addressing one's physical well-being is just as important as attending to one's uh, mental well-being. In my opinion, the two are connected in so many ways. What's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, that's uh, absolutely true that uh, research has shown that physical exercise uh, is as effective as treating depression as, as some medications, uh, specifically when you're talking about the second generation antidepressants. So today we asked uh, Sergeant Miller with the Town of Morrisville Police Department to join us uh, in a conversation about physical fitness and, and keys to fitness success given the constraints that we're facing today. Um, Jason, thank you for joining us today. Uh, can you tell uh, us a little bit about yourself, especially for those that, that really don't work with you on a daily basis? Uh, sure. Uh, I've been with uh, the town for about 12 years now, uh, 13 years. I've uh, been in law enforcement for 15. Uh, I'm a PT instructor for the, uh, for the police department, uh, as well as instructor for some other things, bike instructor, taser, things like that. So you say that you're a, a state certified physical fitness instructor um, for our law for our non law enforcement listeners. What does that really mean, and, and what are the general requirements associated with gaining that type of certification? Uh, it means that I'm able to uh, teach BLET uh, physical fitness to BLET students as well as to other law enforcement officers. Um, it entails there's a it's an eighty hour class that's uh, pretty much a uh, personal trainer course that's reduced to two weeks. Uh, you learn all about fitness, uh, nutrition, uh, and how to build a fitness routine for people um, at all different fitness levels. You say BLET, that's for basic law enforcement training. So these are the new um, men and women coming into the profession, correct? Correct. And then you also uh, provide in-service type training uh, to those that have been and, and continue through the profession. Is that is that right also? Yes. So let me ask you this. What, uh, what sparked your interest in becoming a PT instructor? Uh, so... I've been working out uh, since I was in high school on and off, and then I stopped once I became a police officer. Uh, once I got out of the academy, I had stopped working out. Uh, I came to Morrisville. Uh, I didn't like where my activity level was, so I started working out again uh, and getting real big into it, uh, doing research for other uh, different type of workout routines that I can do. 
Uh, and I just feel like that it, it's helped me overall become a better, um, I've been better healthy, uh, healthier. Uh, I've been better mentally uh, as well as physically. Uh, so I just felt like I wanted to help other people achieve their uh, successes with working out, um, especially for the people that are struggling to start a workout program and to keep up with it, keep it going. So. So you heard EJ talking about, uh, we kind of started this segment with a correlation between physical fitness and mental health and well-being. Uh, what's your thoughts on this, Jason? Uh, I agree with everything you said. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, physical fitness goes hand in hand with mental health. Uh, whenever you're working out, that's just whether you're doing it for 30 minutes or an hour. That is uh, an hour... 30 minutes to an hour that you're by yourself typically uh, and you're just not thinking about everything that's going on in life uh, because life can be pretty hard. It can weigh down on your shoulders. Uh, so you need a chance to just rejuvenate yourself uh, and working out allowed, has allowed me uh, to do that. You just go in there, you start working out, you forget everything that's going on uh, and you're focused on trying to achieve achieve your objectives that you set out for yourself for that particular uh, workout. Um, so. so obviously uh, COVID-19 has forced many of us to rethink how we train. I, I know for me, prior to COVID-19, working out at, at, at home, for example, was much different experience than working out at a gym. You know, the environment, the mental attitude, access to a variety of equipment, the in, uninterrupted time that you just referred to. Uh, offered a clear advantage to working out at a gym. Uh, wh what are your thoughts on this, and, and how can we make the most out of our home workouts? Yeah, so uh, that's that's correct. Working out at home requires a different level of uh, mental focus. Um, when you go to a gym, all your distractions uh, and everything are taken out of the equation for the most part. Uh, and you're allowed to just focus on whatever it is that you wanted to do for the workout. Well, when you're at home, you have the distraction, distractions everywhere. You got kids possibly running around, dogs, cats, your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. Um, all that is taken away from what you're doing. Not to mention that you could be in a situation to where uh, you get distracted and want to clean up stuff in the middle of your workout world. If you're at a gym, you don't have that. Um, opportunity so for me the keys to working out at home have always been uh i have a plan in place about what i want to do uh, when i go into the workout i never go into any workout and just start winging it um i always know exactly what i want to do uh i try to work out at home the same time every day um, it just helps you know that when that time if you work out at nine o'clock at home every single day when nine o'clock rolls around, you're going to know what you have to do and be ready to go. Um, whereas if you just have a different workout time, you you may not. Uh, it's easier to get uh, distracted and not get the workout in if you have different times. Um, also, I like you got to change clothes. You know, don't uh, don't work out in your pajamas or don't work out in your everyday clothes. Get into your gym clothes so that you know that it's time to work out. Um, and just remove the distractions. If your kids or your girlfriend, boyfriend, or your dog is not part of the workout, then make sure that they're away from you while you're working out so you don't get distracted. 
uh, by then. Um, another thing is to, what I like to do, I have a certain room that I work out in if I work out at home. And I work every time I work out, it's in that room. Um, so set apart an area in your house that you can just work out in every single time that you work out. Um, a garage is great for that. Uh, and then also turn up the music. Uh, stud- numerous studies have shown that you get a much better workout if you have music playing with you uh, while you work out. Uh, typically, the louder the music is, the the better the workout is. Um, so ha- have the music on and just have fun. Uh, the workout will go much faster, much more smoother if you're going with a good mindset. Have fun with it and enjoy what you're doing. So there are three things I gather from what you just said. One is uh, is really a discipline. You have to discipline yourself to a uh, get that workout in, um, and that discipline ranges from the time that you work out to the location that you work out to even how you you structure your routine, which leads to number two, which is a plan. And so I want to dive into that plan a little bit. Uh, what does a home workout plan look like? varies to what you want to what your own personal goals are um so for me i like to focus on when i work out at home it's typically focusing on um resistance training whether that's upper body or lower body or i do a lot of high intensity interval training uh at home um so what i like to do is if i work out monday through friday i will set up monday would be upper body day um, Tuesday would be leg day, uh, and then Wednesday would be some sort of upper body day again. And then I have another, uh, I'll take a break. And then Friday I'll typically do a lot of high intensity interval training, uh, which consists of both upper body and lower body, uh, movements. So there are a lot of, uh, many interactive programs offered online, such as Peloton workouts and P90X and Insanity uh, series, etc. What What are your thoughts on on those types of programs? Yeah, which, like the Peloton workouts, the P90X, Insanity series, um, etc. What What do you think? Are, what What are your thoughts on those type of interactive programs? Um. So I've never done the Peloton series, uh, but for a, a cardio workout. Peloton, what they offer uh, seems to be a, a great uh, series because they do a lot of uh, interval training with the with the bike, which is great. Uh, you get your heart rate up, and then you're allowed to bring it back down and keep getting it back up uh, to get into a certain heart rate zone. Um, so for cardio, that's a good option. Um, I've done P90X and Insanity, um, the complete full workouts of both of those. Um, Insanity... Is a good, you know, if you're looking for just cardio, uh, that's insanity. It's a lot of aerobics training. There's very little actual resistance training. Uh, so you're not going to build a lot of muscle uh, doing insanity. Um, but P90X is great. Um, I did, P90X is actually what changed the way, changed my outlook on how I work out. Um, I didn't do a lot of push ups and a lot of pull ups until I did P90X. Uh, and ever since then, I've always been doing push ups, pull ups band training, um, and a lot of uh, body weight leg training ever since I did P90X. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. Uh, it 
the very first one that they came out with is great for beginners. Um, and they offer, they'll show you a beginner version, an intermediate version, and then you still, videos. Uh, I just think it's great. Can you hear me? Yeah, so let me ask you this. The, um, obviously, those types of programs cost money. Is there a low-cost way to get a good workout in um, with either minimal or no equipment? And if you're going to buy some equipment uh, at low cost, what would you recommend? Uh, really, the only equipment that you really need to work out at home is uh, some bands at a pull-up bar and you can get a great effective workout with just those two uh, pieces of equipment the bands you can get a set of like heavy medium and light bands for twenty dollars and a pull-up bar costs anywhere between twenty and forty dollars depending on what kind you get um but those are the really the two only things that you really need to get started working out at home and then you can just go from there and there are plenty of types of exercises that you can use that, that require no equipment at all. Things like squats and burpees and sit-ups and planks and push-ups and mountain climbers uh, that you can all do with, with no equipment whatsoever and, and in a relatively small space. Is that, isn't that right, Jason? That is correct. Uh, you can get a great workout great cardio workouts and strength training workout and with only about 10 feet of space minimum uh, just by using your body weight and just changing the way that you structure the workout so you take less rest you do more uh, like you do burpees for a certain amount of time uh, and then you take less rest in between each set uh, offers a great workout routine and let's not that's free that's just yeah, and let's not forget, uh, we still have walking and running and biking and, and those types of things, which are still uh, allowed even even during these uh, current stay-home orders. Uh, so uh, if, I, if, if you were to recommend a time frame, how long should someone work out for on a daily basis? And then, and then how many days a week should they work out? Uh, so typically, the, the CDC recommends... Uh, just for overall uh, boosting of your uh, immune system and and your overall health to work out for 30 minutes a day is all you need for five days a week. Um, that can vary depending on uh, your body type. There are certain body types that require longer workouts uh, than others. Um, but really, 30 minutes a day for five days a week is really all you need. Uh, with three three of those five days being strength training days. So I've heard uh, many people, mostly through social media, uh, jokingly use the term COVID-15, uh, similarly to the term the freshman 15. Uh, what does that mean and how, how do we avoid becoming a victim of the COVID-15, Jason? Uh, that pretty much just means that during the course of the the COVID crisis with the stay-at-home order, you'll gain about 15 pounds uh, to your weight. Um, and that's just coming from people are staying at home more. They're not going out uh, as much as they used to. So what they're doing is a lot of baking, uh, a lot of baking, a lot of cookies, a lot of cakes, uh, and just eating a lot more in general. Um, so they'll gain about 15 pounds 
throughout the course of the of a month of staying at home. Um, so one of the ways you can avoid that is by you know working out, uh, and that's can be anything. Even if you're watching TV with your family at home, you can take a every about 15 minutes. You can take a five minute break from the TV, go get in a good five minute workout, and then come back. Um, and then of course, if you're gonna bake, instead of focusing on baking cookies and cakes and stuff, focus on trying to find some healthier options uh, that you can bake with your kids or your husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. So that brings us into kind of nutrition. How do we, uh, what are some keys to success in, in structuring our nutrition during this, during this event? focus on eating actual whole foods uh a lot of people are going to the store the grocery store and buying up a lot of processed packaged food just because it lasts longer uh so that they can take fewer trips to the grocery store uh but you're gonna have to eat more vegetables more fruits uh, more lean meat chicken uh and then more fish like salmon um and that's going to require you to go to the grocery store probably about every week um but that's really the keys to that. And let's not, and let's also not forget that you know, even when you buy fresh, fresh vegetables and fruits, you know, you can cut those things up and then store them in your refrigerator for weeks and months at a time. So uh, I'm going to echo that and also recommend that that uh, to pay attention to those fresh vegetables, those fresh fruits. Um, store those in a way that you can bring those back out when you need them instead of the processed foods that uh, Jason was just referring to. So Jason, one of the things that you talk about is strength training as a key to keeping weight loss off or uh, to keep uh, off weight. Can you describe what that really means, utilizing strength training to manage your weight? Yeah, so whenever people start working out, it's usually because they want to lose weight. and a lot of people, they'll find out they'll start running or doing different types of cardio, biking and things like that, and then come find out that they're not able to keep the weight off. Or once they lose a certain amount of weight, they get stuck, uh, and then they can't go from there. And sometimes that's kind of demoralizing. Uh, and then once that happens, somebody's least, you know, more likely to quit working out. Um, the key to keeping the weight, losing the weight off, losing the weight and then keeping it off is to increase your metabolism and also your resting uh, metabolic rate, which is the amount of energy that your body burns while you're resting. Uh, in order to increase increase those, you have to build muscle. Muscle is what helps you. It increases your metabolism. It increases your resting uh, calorie burn rate, which is what you need to keep fight your body from uh, putting on the fat. Um, and that's what muscle allows you to do. Uh, a lot, but a lot of people get confused because they're like, "Well, muscle weighs more typically," so they'll look at the scale. And they'll be building muscle, but then they'll see that they're not actually losing weight uh, just because of the sheer number that's on the scale. But if you look in the mirror, which you'll be able to get a better indication of, you are losing the weight as you're building the muscle. So don't get so focused on the number on the scale get more focused about how you look and feel uh, in the mirror. 
So Jason, I'm, uh, I'm 48 years old and, and studies show that one's average muscle mass decreases with age. Should younger adults train differently than older adults? Uh, yes and no. Uh, you should, resistance training is both for older adults and younger adults. Um, high intensity interval training is both for younger adults and older adults. Uh, but as you get older, you're not going to be able to focus on heavier weights uh, and your intensity level in the workouts is going to be a little bit different as you get older versus younger. Um, so the the main focus of the workouts are going to be the same whether you're young or old. But typically what I found is just the intensity level and how much weight you're, you're focusing on doing is going to be different when you're younger versus older. So what are some common workout tips that you can share that benefit all ages and all fitness levels? Um, so I like to, whenever people come ask me for help with working out, I always like to tell people when you start working out, you need to focus on the basics, which is your body weight. Uh, if you can master your body weight, then you can master anything from there. Um, so I, I always tell people focus on push-ups and pull-ups. Uh, as well as body weight leg workouts like body weight squats, um, a lot of single leg leg workouts to where you're working on your balance. Um, because there's a reason that push ups, pull ups, and body weight squats have been around for forever, uh, is because they work. Uh, and so I like to focus on those. Uh, and as you get older, you're going to have to incorporate more jump training into your workout routine um, because as you get older, your muscles, you do lose muscle mass, but you also lose bone density. Uh, and your bone bones are more easily breakable the older you get. So jump training actually strengthens your muscle density, um, which is why you should continue to do that as you get older. Um, so focus on it as you're younger, but continue to focus on it as you get older as well. Yeah. And just to add to that, um, you know, if you have knee problems, ankle problems, uh, just general aches and pains, you know, all, all exercises can be modified to various levels and degrees. Um, so, uh, obviously when you start to look into jump training, plyometrics, um, or any type of, uh, physical type of activity that you are moderating appropriately, uh, based on what you can do um, and not what you think you can do because uh, the two are very different. Would you also uh, concur with that? Yes. Uh, that's one of the things that you got to be careful of uh, with social media, Instagram, Facebook. Whenever you see somebody else posting these uh, crazy exercises that they do, don't just think that you can do that. You do have to be aware of what your fitness level is and then train for your fitness level uh, and not train for anybody else's fitness level. Um, so if, if you do box jumps, if that means your, your box is only two inches off the ground and that's as high as you can go, then that's where you need to go. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. you got to start somewhere. Um, and it's, it's really is focusing on what your level is and Never, never worry about what anybody else's level is. The only competition that you got in working out is between yourself and yourself, and that's it.
EJ, I want to throw this question over to you. So, um, you know, I talked a little bit about sleeping and sleeping is very important to one's mental and physical well-being. But uh, quite frankly, in times such as these, uh, due to professional and personal events that are happening, um, how, how do we get the necessary quality sleep that we need? Try, you're going to need to unmute. Unmute. So I think it's something that's uh, cyclical and that, you know, if we don't get a good night's sleep, then it affects the way that we think. It affects the levels of depression and causes difficulty with uh, reaction time as well. And, you know, a lot of times people have difficulty sleeping because they have they're not able to slow their mind from racing. And, you know, I would say that almost as important as, as, as exercise is, is to the body that sleep is as well. How do we get ourselves into a, an area where we can calm that mind down to be able to get quality sleep? Do you have any tips on that? Well, you know, I think that, <clears throat> It's difficult for those that, that do shift work. Um, you know, research has research is, is consistently shown that shift work affects sleep patterns, um, <clears throat> which affects everything else, levels of depression, um, you know, certainly uh, across the daily uh, schedules. Um, I, you know, the best thing that they say is to get into to a a really good sleep regimen that, you know, you, you watch what you eat before uh, going to bed, uh, that you try to relax before you go to bed. Um, you know, it's it, it differs for a lot of different people. The, the object is to, the ideal time is about eight hours a day, but I think realistically that's, that's difficult, uh, especially uh, shift workers. And I think that a lot of times people are able to, to slow their mind from racing by using some mindful techniques. Um, sometimes uh, people um, listen to podcasts about breathing exercises. They listen to sounds uh, to focus on that, you know, allows you to redirect that, that focus. Yeah, and I'll just add a couple of things there as well, and that's find that comfortable place. Find those comfortable clothes, the comfortable environment, uh, which is can include your your sheets, your pillow, your blankets, scented candles. Um, there's mindfulness exercises that if that is something that you're interested in, that you can pursue in apps such as uh, Headspace and Talkspace, uh, just to name a couple. Uh, but um, Sleep is going to be very important as much as it, as it is for your diet as well as your exercise. Jason, I want to conclude with one other question for you. Um, do you think the way we've trained in the past has, has been forever changed by COVID-19? And, and what I mean by that, what do you think gyms and group training sessions look like in, the, uh, in about 12 months? Uh, I think what you'll have is more gyms offering a virtual training session with a lot of different people um, having uh, some sort of uh, 
virtual sessions set up to where they'll give you, they'll say, go buy certain. You still there? Gym members. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. So you believe that virtual, there'll be more virtual offerings of, of physical fitness type of activities? Yes, I think so. So the bottom line, I think, as we conclude today is that physical fitness is just as important as your mental well-being. And, and you can do that on a daily basis with limited equipment. Um, you find that space, you find that time, you take, uh, you instill that discipline and plan to reach your fitness goals and keep driving forward on a daily basis. Um, again, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to 1043 Conversations. I encourage you to send me topics of interest that you would like for us to explore in future shows. Uh, if you would like to be a guest or you know someone or others who would who would be interested in coming on this show, I encourage you to email me at jpreddy at townandmorrisville.org. Next week, EJ, EJ and I are going to be uh, discussing a book uh, by Dr. Gil Martin, um, and it's going to be talking about hypervigilance and stress uh, that is really particular to the public safety domain. So I hope you'll join us next week. In the meantime, uh, stay safe, stay well, and know that we're in this together. Thank you so much, Jason, for joining us today.